0: Dan, he's dogs <laughs> Problems, bro. Problems.
1: Dude, Devin's dying right now.
2: Oh no. Poor Sorry. Guy.
1: Hey, if he dies, do you get his territory?
2: If he <sighs> dies, I do get his territory. Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and send us an email, time for another podcast at gmail.com. Look us up on our website, time for another dot com. It is time to do a podcast. We have special guests. It's gonna be fun. Hang in there with us. And we're live from the time for another podcast studio I'm your host of the proceedings Vice President of the podcast And Vice President of your heart Big Daddy Jay To my right we have the man, the myth, the legend His beard is as beautiful as his bald, squishy head Gross The president of this podcast And dare I say the president of this country Big Daddy I'm, Brent It's the campaign I'm running on Big, squishy that's head, right.
0: beautiful, luscious beard
2: it's, That's the kind of campaign you can get behind <laughs> To my left this man, the world would be a shitty place without him. It's just the way it is. He inspires. He conspires. He rarely perspires because he's retired. <laughs> minister of Culture, Daniel. Yes, sir. That's right. To my other left. Watching Zach get all humble about that,
0: and then he goes, oh, fuck, he's not talking
1: about <laughs> I <don't baby>. <laughs> No, talking. I knew he was talking about. We're not friends. Go away. Yeah, this dog is annoying.
2: It's new people, man. It's sitting, the teeth sitting right next to me today. That way, you can get keep a good eye on me. <laughs> yeah, I got my we, one eye. We've on got him. our our minister of culture. Zach no, no, or, oh, he's not. Oh, no, whoa, no, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, wait. whoa, Our Ark ambassador. I am. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend your people.
3: You you offended you all of us in one, one fell swoop.
2: <laughs> I did. I did name him. Dare you mislabel? So, oh God! <laughs> the other day, I was looking at Ada County, and oh, this geez. person got thrown on there. And <laughs> short hair, earrings. The worst little net goatee you've ever seen in the name Brianna. And I was like, oh, that really sucks. You got dead named by a legal process. (laughs) Have fun with that. I'm sure somewhere they're bitching on Facebook about the disrespect. That'll be a lawsuit. No. What are they going to do? Your legal name is Brianna. Come on. We didn't be like, come on, bro.
0: Dude, that Across. actually, it took me a minute to figure that one out too. I was like, Wait, what I thought? was like, "Do, do I know. we know this?" Person? I'm playing on one a
2: level they? so far above you, boys. Yo, yeah. It's not even funny.
0: What's to be that PS5 you got? That's Thuck right. Face. I'm a
2: winner. Across the table from me, we have our Far West correspondent. This man, he—I don't know what's wrong with him. Devin, Hi. how you doing? <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> the bottlehead so at the end of the table. That's right. Yeah. He's always happy to be here. And next to him, we have a special guest. This man comes from parts unknown. Ports unknown, Place places unknown. Where's he from? He's the water sarge.
4: Water sergeant,
2: and he is our minister of foreign fuckery, <laughs> out there patrolling the world, keeping an eye on things for us. Because here, at time for another, our president, the two-headed snake of truth, is vice president. We're here to keep you safe, and we can't do it without the water sarge. Water sarge. What's up? Welcome. Glad to have you. We're legitimately getting security now, guys. We're getting that big. Yeah. That's That's right. right. (laughs) We have a whole delegation. I don't Slow Jamistan, what are you guys going to do? Like, we're mounting our forces. We're consolidating our power. We are rising up to keep everybody else on their toes. And I think that's the right thing to do.
3: And we're going to invade that dark place of Southern California in the desert. And we will take over Slow Jamistan at the rate we're going. Hey.
2: Oh, wow. It's just the way it is. Those are fighting words. We hold your flag dear to us now as it's folded up on top of the printer. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> we're not afraid to take that flag. But it's folded nicely.
3: It but, is folded But nicely. pretty soon we're going to take it down and raise ours. Raise ours. The TFA flag. Yeah. And show them what's up.
0: You know what? That's a good idea. We need to fucking make one of those goddamn That's right. things. It wouldn't be a bad
2: Shit. idea. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be a bad idea at all. So the other day I was looking at uh, the internets and... Red Lobster's doing their unlimited shrimp thing. Again? I thought it was just like a oh. month ago. Unlimited Red Lobster apparently is unlimited shrimp all the time. Now nice. that's the kind of promotion a guy like me can get behind for su- several
0: reasons. I support this as president.
2: They reported that they have lost eleven million dollars because <laughs> people are eating too much shrimp.
3: So are you are you gonna try and boost it to twelve? I'm gonna do my part. You I know- think I
2: think is a fine upstanding citizen. It is our job to see if we can bankrupt Red Lobster.
4: <laughs> you know, it's funny wow. that you bring that up because the water sarge is uh, big on all-you-can-eat food challenges. And well, just
3: just looking around out. the table, we could probably boost it to 12 or maybe 12.5. It's worth a shot. <laughs> so you're big <laughs> into assessment.
2: the eating challenges, huh? I love them, dude.
3: Nice. Have you ever
2: successfully completed any of this nonsense? Because I'm all about that kind of crap. Uh,
5: I did the one-chip challenge. Oh, the God. Challenge. That was
3: miserable. Ugh. Ugh. These so, guys did the gummy bear thing one time, and it was rough. But, you know, you haven't really succeeded until, you know, after you're done eating, they say, hey, next time come and come talk to me, and I'll pay you 20 bucks to go across the street. <laughs> then you know you have succeeded. And <laughs> they run you, you off. So which ones have you tried?
5: I think think the the best one I completed was up in Ohio, and it was a pho place. And when you win, you get a shirt that says, you're so fucking cool. (laughs)
4: <laughs> well, I can get behind that. Yeah. I like that. How much food did you have to eat?
5: It was like a family size bowl, it was like four and a half portions, and like one giant mixing bowl.
0: In like an hour, or how no, long? have? it was just. Oh, yeah, you, 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 can like you can't get up. From I don't. The table. Oh man, it's the timed ones that are always yeah. fun because I follow a dude. Uh,
2: the beard meets food. Ah uh, no, is that Randy Santino? Randy, R- Randy Santel. <laughs> Santel, yes. And
0: he was Atlas. like, he used, to, yeah, <laughs> at, dude, he just. Atlas, and then flips his hat, and he just hum, 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 hum,
1: hum, hum. I'm like, oh my god. It's this- terrible watching that dude eat though. like uh, Dude, his girlfriend's a
0: competitive is eater, too. It's so funny because she's, like,
2: this tall. Well, it's hilarious. The, the, wow. the only thing that bothers me about those is when they try to do too much, it's not just like, oh, it's a huge fucking burger and a huge pile of fries and a huge fucking shake. Like, okay, I can get behind that, but when they're like, and then we're gonna douse it in cheese sauce and sprinkle some parmesan on it and Hit it with some garlic. Like, you don't have to do all that Come shit. On, Just make, make some good fucking food. You don't have to jazz it up. But that's the kind of thing that I like. Like, something like a big pot of pho. Like, I can pho with that. <laughs> like All day, every day. Who do does you guys have
5: one? one here? No.
3: Not so, like
2: a, a food, food challenge? Yeah. I, got I, I, no, Big Judd's. Yeah, yeah,
3: big Judd's has Judds. I, I understand it. you like uh, Golden Crowl. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh,
2: my, my girlfriend convinced us to go to Golden Corral, and I love my girlfriend dearly. She's an amazing woman, and I will murder anybody that says otherwise because but that's the kind of dedication got bad your vice president food. has.
0: But She's all about lukewarm food.
1: She, she,
2: the other, she's been wanting to go to Golden Corral, so the other day I looked at her, and occasionally I will encourage her bad food choices. And I'll I'll throw her a Chick-fil-A every now and then because I don't care for Chick-fil-A. I'm a meat man, not a chicken man. Chicken people are weird. But we go to Golden Corral, and she's like a pig and shit, dude. She's so fucking happy. And I'm eating this lukewarm food that has been out there for <laughs> God knows how long. I'm looking around the restaurant thinking I am the most handsome person in this building. Like, by far. Wow. I could have my pick. Of the litter, literally the litter, it's, at this Golden Corral.
0: Literally, I feel like it's the guys that, like, if they were not 500 pounds, could grow a beard, but it just grows down here now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and it then... just wow. grows around in this area. For some reason, my encouraging friend over here decides to get her a gift card, so I have to go <laughs> back. <Yeah. laughs> And I laughed there, and laughed and laughed. Done, There's no getting out of it. I have to go to Golden Corral again. Dude. Trapped like man, a rat. Nicely done, sir. dude.
0: Funny story. He didn't tell you that thing's literally got five definite punches in it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it only says twenty five dollars, but it's two hundred and fifty. You're, like, you're going, man. So you're out of your well, mind. What are some
3: friends for? How I many? Come that's on. A, that's, I don't know. that's like a perfect gift. That's so. Oh, good. I, I laughed. It was, it was fun, though. When we came up with the idea, I laughed and laughed some more and. Hey, I'm what still was that. it like
1: going in to get the gift card?
3: I, I, I sent the uh, Ministress of Closure. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude you, she told
0: me about that, too. She was just like, I was fighting people off going in there because they were ready to eat. I'm just looking for a gift card. I had to stand in line. She stood in line to get a gift card. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you could just walk in front of all the people in their rascals and go up to the front. And-
4: I had to do that recently for my wife. I got her a gift card to a makeup store, Ulta Beauty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so I walk into oh. that place and I'm just thinking, like, oh, like, I'll just go up to the front, and grab a gift card, and get out of there.
0: No. The line, Dude, oh, yeah. was like, so long. Nothing like putting your fucking palm on a little kid just shoving her forehead back. You, get out of here. Yes, yeah, you I, don't need they, that lip
2: gloss. I, uh.
4: I sat there for like a half an hour just to get a gift card. Oh, good. And I, dude, I was like, "This she better love me. Dude, that store sucks
2: card. and the only other store that I hate more than that is Charming Charlie's. <laughs> even, <laughs> Have really you guys. ever been drugged to that? Charming Charlie's? Uh, I, negative, I, I, negative, didn't what didn't what that go that? belly up? I don't know if it did or not. I think it did. I was married to the devil and back when I was married to the devil, uh, if you're listening,
4: what up? Send us oh email. God! I have been
2: there
0: because of not yeah. only the devil, but because of my devil yeah. from back in the day.
2: Dude, it's it's Ooh. horrible. It's basically the devil, the devil, if you're listening, send us an email. The devil's friend used to work there. <laughs> it's a yeah. garbage players. Uh, it's a garbage jewelry store. Like, nothing's real and nothing's worth money. It's all made by children because their fine clears. hands can tie those tiny well, knots.
3: Well, wait but It was. It's It's gone tits up. Well, it was. But yes. you go in there. I, I
0: wonder why. It must have been all the fucking green earlobes that all the girls had because well. their shit was <laughs>
2: garbage. But those stores were not separated by, like, style or this or that. They were all separated by color. There was like a purple section and a green section and a pink section and a blue section and a black section. And every time I went in there, I wanted to take a pen and jab it into my neck and have a blood red section on the floor where my corpse would be laying.
0: Dude, that's like going to Forever 21 in the mall and you walk in there and you're just like, what is this chaos happening right now? Every shelf is just shit all over it. And they're just like. We don't really clean it up. We just kind of throw just pile throw more. on the pile. Yes. We put more
2: stuff on the pile and people Ooh. buy it. Ooh. Fun stuff. I don't understand it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Big Judd's. Is that...
5: <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm down for Big yeah. Judd's. I'm just thinking, thank God I married a woman who doesn't like to go shopping oh. in person. <laughs>
2: I, I've got one of those now, and it's the best. Online shopping only? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's actually great. <laughs> It's yeah, pretty nice. I got one
0: upstairs. She's up the there. The only thing right now. that's
4: dangerous about that is that I'll look at our Amazon cart randomly and I'll just be like, <laughs> "What money were you planning on paying for all of this with?" And oh, she's shit. like, "Oh no, this is just all the stuff that I I'm going to get at some point. I might well. want later." <laughs> so like, I, I'm like, "Okay, half of your salary, got it. I <laughs> saw accounted for."
2: My my girlfriend was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because she's. A fake boozy can, bitch, I can think. Can
0: you stop her from watching this trash?
2: But she's watching it, and one of these gals has a Louis, a Louis Vuitton bag. And I was like, oh, I wonder, like, maybe I can score some Louis Vuitton for my lady, you know? And I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, nope, not going to happen. I'm not no. going to buy her a $400 fucking no. Louis Vuitton keychain. No. <laughs> but I'm looking through there, and they have furniture. Like, they have some Louis partnerships with some furniture places.
0: Oh, God.
2: So I find this hammock, and I'm like... Holy shit, look at this hammock, and it's beautiful. Like it is it is a well made like you can tell like, wow, somebody put some effort into this forty five thousand dollar hammock. <laughs> That's it? Like I wouldn't be able to 000? fart in the hammock. I'd be like, dude, don't don't put your ass in that hammock. That hammock should have four wheels and four doors. Don't uh,
0: touch it. Hey, oh. you, you over there, you get away from our looking hammock. That's yeah. what we do. We That's look a looking at it.
2: hammock. The sitting <laughs> hammock's outside with a dog in it. <laughs> like, good God, Louis Vuitton, man. Louis Vuitton.
4: That's it's incredible how much they've um, built their name, like Louis Vuitton. Oh George yeah, Havana, where they can't like their profit margins are probably just insane.
2: Well, the thing is, they like to create rarity, right? By falsifying how much stuff they've actually made Ooh, so you think oh i've got this purse it's one of two thousand it's oh, bougie bougie well really they made like five thousand of them porsche does the same thing with cars but they uh at the end of the season they just destroy everything and throw it in the dumpster and get rid of it <laughs> really like, Very clever yeah. so,
1: sort of they give it a second go round, like coach
2: no. No, they fucking don't. Coach has a... Uh, coach
1: has an outlet, yes. but Louis Vuitton yeah, Louis does Vuitton, not. Yeah, Louis Vuitton and Dolce & Gabbana... Well, actually, I think Dolce & Gabbana does, because yeah. I think they sell it at the Bon March Day. Ooh. Or at what it, Macy's. So yeah, I went old school there. Yeah. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Saturday only. Yeah, yeah. The- But yeah, so my wife's got a coach well. purse for Christmas.
2: From you? The
1: fuck no? Oh, oh no. For okay. herself? No. I
0: have thoughts on this thing, because this... I saw this thing on Monday, and I go, so was that, like, the sample one that she just, like,
1: It's ripped it's, off? As like, it's one of Dude, this thing is this fucking all.
0: big, but it's, like, a backpack? It's. And I'm, like, that looks like it should be, like, it's the example of what the actual
6: purse looks like. she wore to Christmas <laughs> at her <laughs> like mom's <Zoolander>. house.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What,
1: what is, this? is this? Is center for ads? What is this? A center She like, you're that fucking Penny, and she's all... Yeah. We're driving from my mom's house to his mom's house. And she is transferring shit from one purse to the other. Oh, dude. So that she can wear it in
0: the She can flex? <laughs> yeah. Dude, nice. she came in flexing hard. And then I was like, what's with this, like, tiny little
1: backpack thing? <laughs> what are she you? goes, oh, my backpack? Child? <laughs> that's my coach backpack.
3: So when, when she was transferring, did the windows get foggy or anything? No. no
2: okay, well, not. that's good. Poor guy. Dude. I also saw that... Uh, the winner of the Squid Game challenge on Netflix. Ooh. Brought in 456 people. It was an elimination style game, just kind of like the TV show was. And the winner would win $4.56 million.
4: How I think we could solve our border issue, by the way. So,
2: <laughs> I'm sticking with the wall. Wait, the real version or the fake version? No, no, no. Like the I wall, think if you just, the spicy bullet turrets, and the catapults.
4: You gather up about 500 people that want to enter our country. You put them in a Squid Game. The winner is a citizen. And then you send the rest of them back and say, and How do you all send the them revenue. Back?
2: The
0: Catapults. The Catapults.
4: Yeah. All the revenue that you get from the television show goes toward lowering our taxes. I yeah. don't see a flaw in this play. <laughs> Dude,
0: we we are this close to Real Life Running Man or... Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, fuck, what was the other one? Dude, Future Man. I
2: wish somebody would remake The Running Man because that movie was fucking awesome. Dude, right. You ever seen The Running
3: Man? Yeah, it's been a while. Oh. Yes. Oh, years ago. Years so ago. So good. I loved it. Dude, we're this close. We we stuff. could we We're could solve level. we could solve the whole border issue. Say you know what you can come here after you've been quarantined. Make sure you don't have any weird diseases or anything. And once you get here, you're on your own. Not one dime of taxpayer yeah. money. Which, Problem solved. Well, see that's the thing no that's phones, going on right no now. No housing, no
2: schooling, no nothing. With the Squid Game winner, it was an older lady. And she she won, and it's one of those things where you can be the fittest, strongest, biggest, most athletic person, and you're out because it has nothing to do with that. It's just absolute fucking dumb luck. Anyway, she won the $4.56 million. This was filmed 10 months ago, and she's seen exactly as much money as we all have seen from Squid Games. Oh, neat. No. Uh, nice. They haven't no given way. her any of her money yet, and I'm not sure why. I, I, I didn't get that deep. I just thought... That's pretty fucked up. You got to come through with that Netflix. Wow. Yeah. Fine
5: print of the contract
3: says. Well, the money she uh, is uh, that to one of the conditions was <laughs> she had to get completely nude and cover herself with live squids. <laughs> oh my god! I, dude, like, I would do some sick shit to some live squids
0: dude, I for like to imagine 5, That's what, the, the very, the very bottom of that will. contract just says. Gift cards to the Bon Marché. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
4: we'll be paid in Trident layers, maybe.
2: <laughs> oh, it's not dollars. It's four point five six million tickets at Dave and Buster. Ooh, oh, shit. nice! <laughs> can you imagine how many Nintendo Switches you can
0: get? <laughs> All of them.
4: Do uh? Do the people of Slow Jamistan have
0: their own currency? Maybe that's what they're going
4: to pay with. <laughs> they <laughs> actually, they do. They do. Do they really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can you? How much is it to buy? Like, if you guys I don't wanted know. to get some of their currency I don't money. know what the exchange is, is can, on it. It would but. be really cool if you guys got that in the studio, like, a, just a $1 or whatever, and, like, framed it like, this is do
0: with their first dollar. I'm, like, this <laughs> this close to getting can, a passport. Yeah, you
1: can buy a passport. and some Yeah, you got, countries, I heard you guys talk about that on Some the countries will really stamp it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. It's good stuff.
2: You,
0: you know, know, like,
1: Sweden.
2: Germany. So. Oh, yes, yeah, the Swedens. Also in news that only Dan will care about, one of the
3: Smothers brothers died. Yes, I know. It's a sad thing. The Smothers Brothers? And, and I'm looking at blank faces here. <laughs> was, Who I the hell are the Smothers actually, Brothers? I'm, 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 I'm trained. When I was a
1: kid. Was
5: in Kenwood, California. Oh, Smothers what? Wasn't it a I jam? I saw him as a kid.
3: Oh, okay. Never so, mention where you're myself. from. The Smothers oh, Brothers were an old-timey, <laughs> like... from
4: California. Not <laughs> Kenwood.
2: Comedy show. It was, it was, was two brothers, fell. Tommy and... And Dick. Tommy and Dick. Dick and Tommy. But they just do silly shit and had a variety show
3: and, like... The whole nine yards. Yeah. So. Which, they one, had, which um, one died? And they, they were pretty edgy Tommy, at the believe. time. They had uh, Pete Seeger, a well-known communist, singing Waist Deep in the Big Money Muddy, which started off as an anti-Civil War song, but it kind of translated to Vietnam. They got spanked by the network and CBS, as I recall. Nice. But, you know, you have to be old enough, and it was before all of you people were born, so uh, oh, yeah. Never mind. Never mind, but I mean, let's talk about somebody's death who we really care about, like
2: a founding member of the Dixie Chicks. God. Oh, what a bummer, dude. She's All the right. freaking, what was the name of the guy that was booted from the Beatles?
1: John Lennon?
0: Pete
2: Best? Yeah. <laughs> the Pete Uh-oh. Best of the Dixie Chicks yeah. died in a horrible car accident. Dude, I saw videos it was of You know see? He looked right dude. at Whoa. me when asking that question, so. <laughs> well, it's
1: did, music, and Dan knows music. Did they say what happened to, like, was it her fault? Was it?
2: I don't. I didn't get that far. It just her car looked like a tin can it that did. somebody rumpled into a pile. Was it a Tesla? I don't no. know. I know it was
3: a Ford F one fifty. Oh really? It was. Yes. Oh, it didn't God. look like that. They're it looked like a Ford. Honda Civic. They're
1: made of aluminum. Yeah. It was bad. Well, that's that's
3: what I read anyway. I don't know. I didn't well, I see it. Military you know, grade
1: aluminum.
2: <laughs> Cowboy, take her away. I guess I don't know. That's right. Speaking of military grade aluminum, we've got the water sarge here with us. An actual, real-life, living, breathing person that knows more stuff than we do about stuff that we talk about. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong. And as president, I approve this message. Not much. (laughs) So, well, tell us a little bit about yourself.
5: Uh, I don't know. Been in the service for a long time, and now I'm working with explosives and trying to do high-speed stuff.
3: Well, wait a minute. Define a long time. Long time.
5: Almost
1: 20 years.
3: That's a long time. So
1: when you say high-speed,
3: like
2: speed 2 cruise control high speed <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like, in the <laughs> boat the boat? boat what are we talking <laughs> about here <laughs> so if this boat goes below 50 miles 50 knots an hour I swear to god it's going to blow up funny story
0: that's only like a couple knots
4: <laughs> you so your special operations yeah in um, I do you want to say what branch you're?
1: no
5: uh, okay so uh special operations and pretty much working with explosives is an expert
2: so
3: that's dope I, I, I gather that. that doesn't entail Black Cat Firecrackers. No. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> I take it you and I are about the same age.
2: Uh, God damn, you look you... much better than I. <laughs> he's, but, he's a little younger. <laughs> <laughs> about the same age. You've been in that long. I can do the math in my head about the same age. I would say, he's more, I would say uh, he's more
1: my age.
2: Two or three years isn't that far, guys. You're like, good lord. You're like 45. All right, he's at least 38. Makes a big difference. This is not that hard to tell, right? (laughs) Good lord. You you know
3: what? You guys are all young fuckers, so, you know. Dead to me, you children.
2: So, good dude. What made you decide, like, hey, I'm going to join the military?
5: Uh, for a while, I actually hated the military. I was getting ready to get out. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was cool the first few years. You know, like I got to go to Afghanistan like right when I wanted to, when I first joined. That was I was going like, to say, yeah. so was
0: it 9-11 that really pushed you to do it? No,
5: I wanted it like right before 9-11. And then 9-11 ah. hit, and my mom freaked out. And yeah. She goes, you're not joining the military. Too bad, Mom. Yeah, so, I
2: already joined. So I, I, I graduated. I 18, I joined the military. Shaved my head anyway. <laughs> I graduated in 2000. Okay. So everybody that I went to high school with, everybody that I grew up with that joined... They got a free tour overseas, yeah. And I actually ran into one of those guys today. I was at wow, I was at Nine Beans and a Burrito today down in Twin Falls. Yeah, Pales. you were. And uh, I, I go, I'm sitting there, and You're this dude monster. walks in. I was like, I swear that's John. And he turns around, and he sees me, and he kind of smiles. He comes over and he talks to me for about ten seconds, and then goes back to you know just waiting for his food. And I don't know, man. The guys, I, I feel bad for a lot of the dudes that I know personally that were, and he was in the army and he saw shit. He did shit. And you can, you can, you can tell that it affected him because he, he used to be the guy that would have 500 things to say. And he'd talk your ear up one side, down the other, just in your face. Like, and not in a bad way, kind of reminds me of you. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't seen you for a while. You know, you're going to catch up and you could just tell there was a little part of him that was gone. It's dead. It's interesting
4: because so I've known I've known the water sergeant since I was 13, 12 or thirteen years old. So I've known him throughout this entire journey of him in the military. Yeah. And uh, it, it, like it might, he's told me that it's affected him in some ways, but you will never, you'll never see it. He's yeah. been the same the whole way through. Yeah. And I remember there was one time, and I don't know if you remember this. But you and I were Facebook messaging each other back when Facebook was important. But it you, still were, is. you were It shows you where I'm at in my life. It still is important. Yeah. You were, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
2: Told you he was my age. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but it was when you were in Afghanistan. And we were Facebook messaging back and forth. And it was weird because I have another brother that was in the Marines. I went to Iraq and we wrote handwritten letters. And so Facebooking him while he was in Afghanistan was bizarre. And I remember you said, I have to go. Uh, I don't know, Al-Qaeda or ISIS or someone uh, blew up an IED on the other side of the base. See ya. And then you logged off of Facebook. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? That's exactly what I, I was like, don't go. Stay on Facebook with me, please. Go live. I want to see it's, it. It's
5: great that you said that because my mom was telling me I did the same thing to her. I think I've been over there all for like five weeks. Perfect person to do this right to. Like my mom is gonna freak out the most. <laughs> yeah. And we were on the phone, and she doesn't know that the phone bank I'm in is in like a brick bunker, so we're totally fine. But when they fire rockets at the base, you still have to go muster so that everybody knows you're safe yeah I'm just so used to, nope, gotta go, I gotta go Checked in. To me, it's nothing. And I'm on the phone with my mom. It's like a 12 and a half hour time difference. She hasn't talked to me in three weeks. I'm like, yeah, my boy, hey, uh, I gotta go. There's a bomb going off, click.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: but then we had a mass casualty, and I'm working in the oh, hospital no. for like 36 hours, and she Damn. didn't hear from
6: me. <laughs> She's flipping shit, and I get on the
5: phone, and my dad's like, she was about to send a red cross message. We needed to find out where you were. Like, oh, kids. my God. And knowing <laughs> his smokes.
4: mom, like, she probably was going through the torture chamber yeah. too that entire thing but like the crazy thing is is like you've told me some of the stuff that you've seen like like you know uh to to give you you guys
5: background i was medical when i went to afghanistan so Ah. i worked in the trauma center in kandahar so it was the roll three so we had all the big stuff it was amputees gunshot wounds head wounds like everything coming to us and we were the ones that would stabilize them so that they could be uh, like evac out of country yeah. to go to launch school and get higher level care, come back to the states. So we were seeing all the heavy stuff. That's what he's referring to. Wow. Yeah. And
4: none of it. Like he would always be like, Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I think it's caught up to you. I don't
2: know.
5: Yeah. I mean, my wife has pointed out that it's caught up to me.
4: But for the most part, like he hasn't changed. Yeah. So bit, well, that's that's got to be
2: unbelievably hard to see people. Yeah. And dismembered. <laughs> well, and, and try to disconnect your feelings and emotions to being like, well, this is a job. This is work. I got to I gotta do my best to fix this guy so that he can hopefully, you know, get out of here one day. That's rough. So
5: it was, I mean, it was one of those where, like, I'm, I feel like it affected me less because I went into it knowing that's what I was getting. Yeah. Like I, I sought after the trauma medicine. Yeah. Got trauma medicine and then volunteered for Afghanistan. Oh, wow. was like I had a buddy that went with us that he was working security at Travis Air Force Base, security guard, not medical at all. And he got told, oh, you can go go to a hospital in the Middle East. And he's like, fuck yeah, let's go. And he gets out there, and he's got crazy PTSD because he didn't realize that his job when he got out there was he was the one patting down the patients before they were allowed into the hospital for treatment. Oh, So we got, like, Army guys that are coming in, 10th Mountain Division's coming in, yeah, and they just stepped on an IED 30 minutes ago, and he has to pat down their limbs to make sure they don't have any, like, any ammo or 40-mic mics or anything in their pocket. Oh, yeah. we got to clear your body. I'm like, you're sitting here and you just blew your legs off, but I have to pat down your whole body before we can let you in the hospital. He had no idea that's what he was getting into. Whereas I went out oh. there going, I'm
1: going to see this.
5: That is so oh, man.
1: I can like, just imagine you're, like, trying to pat a guy down. You're like, there's no leg there. Yeah. What the fuck? So, like, there was some Bad joke. There was definitely
5: some fucked up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, the I, I the think amputees themselves up. are more fucked up with their humor. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's,
4: I will say, there is there isn't, and just so you guys know about, about Water Sarge here, I've never found the line for dark humor with him.
2: All right. No, I've a, never found... You found have to. You I have to. A, you have buddy, to be able to laugh. To give yeah. you an
5: idea of how dark it goes, I had a buddy that was dying of cancer, and he found out he was terminal, and we had a joke as kids, that I would never be a real person until I was older than he was. Yeah. So as he was dying, I <laughs> told him I was finally going to be a real person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real man. Oh my you
0: can, god! I thought
4: you were going to tell the story about your oh, buddy whose mom died, and you made a joke about the car she was driving when she died oh jesus oh that too yeah so one of of my best (laughs) friends
5: right so i was getting married and i was supposed to be getting married in july and he was a groomsman in my in my party and his mom died in may and he called me on the phone just completely in shock and it's like i was living out on the east coast and i think it was like 9 a.m my time and i was like what the fuck is he doing up he lives out in california and he goes bro my mom just died and i was like How did she die? And she was riding a scooter to work. She worked like super early AM shift for I think UPS or something. But she was riding like a moped on the highway, right? And I don't know if she got ran off the road or slipped or whatever, but anyway, she got she slipped and it turns out that she was trying to crawl off of the highway and got hit by a car. Oh right. And so Afterwards, I, le- I mean, I let it diffuse for quite a few months before I asked this question, but he was finally coping with it, and I asked him, I was like, was it a dodge?
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, well, if it, if it makes you feel any better, Brent's Pops passed, what, a month ago, two months ago? Yeah, about a month Rest and in half. peace, KB. So his, his dad passed away. With him. I worked with his dad for 20 years. Devin worked with his dad. This is Brent's brother-in-law. Hey. Like we all know this man. Yeah, and we also are not the kind of guys that are just gonna hold each other and cry. We're the kind of guys that are gonna be like, "Hey, you know, can you go get me a beer?" Because because Brent's dad died. <laughs> <We> just died. <laughs> like, we, would, we would, his grandmother That's passed awesome. a couple years ago. We've been milking that for two years. Yeah, <laughs> and it's about time we got another one. on the only reason the only reason that we do that <laughs> is because like. Just like you, like, this is my boy. (laughs) I would rip somebody's arms and legs off and beat them to death with their own arms and legs if they hurt him. But my father-in-law just died. But I, (laughs) like, he's my guy, and we can do that. Anybody else does it, we're going to have a problem. Oh yeah, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, your stories, I'm like, God damn, dude, when you die, you're going to hell. (laughs) You're going to hell. (laughs) That reminded me of Lee's story, though. Oh, God. We were oh, talking yeah. with Lee. We used to have a Marine that lived down the road here from us, and he was phenomenal. He'd come down here and bullshit. One day, he, he got to drinking and talking, and he was telling us about this time they were out sweeping and teaching the Af- or oh, Afghanis. They were, they were teaching the Afghanis, Teaching them how yeah. to be military, teaching them how to work this stuff. They, I mean, and they were sweeping for IEDs. They're goat herders. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. So they're teaching them to look for IEDs. They're teaching them things to look for, things to stay away from things that are, you know, suspicious that you wouldn't think about unless you've been trained to look for it. And they set up their camp for the night, and these guys put their tent down, and one of them moved in the night and set off the freaking landmine he put his tent over and blew himself to smithereens. And he said the Afghani guys were running around like the Keystone cops with a stretcher, throwing pieces of Muhammad back onto yeah. the stretcher. And he had to tell him, he's like, he's gone, stop it. <laughs> Because You're, anytime something went off, he said, that's whenever they said, pop, 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 pop. Yeah. They start shooting. So he's like, get cover, you morons. <laughs> and they're just busy running around trying to gather up all the pieces because maybe they can hot fix potato, it.
1: Hot potato, hot potato. Well,
2: you could you definitely fix him when he's
0: in 500 pieces. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But Are you I all right? You. I, think, I think he <laughs> He said specifically, he's like, he laid his head on literally the just... Put its head right on top of the. Ball. I
5: mean, in all fairness, their understanding of American culture is—they think Humpty Dumpty is a true story. So. <laughs> well, yeah, but that finishes, no, that. They you put him put back together. <laughs> they couldn't put him back together.
0: A little bit of super glue. It works, tape. he will be fine. Okay,
5: but it, like, Duck I just, that just makes me everything. think: like, when we were in Kandahar, we got a page and it just said, like, blunt force trauma to the head. We're thinking some dude got hit with a baseball bat or a rock or something. Oh, yeah. And we ask, and it's, this guy's coming from the A hospital, which A is Afghan National Army. And their hospital's, like, right outside Kandahar, and they transport him all the time to us. And it says blunt force trauma to the head. And we call and we ask what happened. And they were like, well, he fell off a ladder. And the guy comes in. He's got a bullet in his brain. <laughs> and oh our, our, lead, our lead trauma surgeon goes, did he fall because he was shot? <laughs> and I, I shit you not. That's like, a fair question. It is. But I shit you not, this guy ended up recovering. Like, Damn. Next no to, way. Dexter's next to no brain damage. Six months later, we get a call saying, okay, hey. Some guy took a gunshot wound to the head. Comes in, same dude got shot through the jaw. Two headshots in six months, and the guy survived both.
2: Change Woo! your life, man. Change Move what you're America, doing. Go to America, buy a lottery
0: no, ticket. No. It's up to about seven hundred
2: million now. <laughs> G-
0: get off a ladder.
2: Stop hanging out, doing what you're doing.
1: <laughs> Good lord, wearing head
2: armor. He just has a bunch of friends that are like, "Hey, Mahmoud, Stick your head up. See if they're still there."
1: <laughs> like,
2: bro, I'll you gotta stop there. doing that. <laughs> It yeah, was a funny,
1: it, a funny. It's a funny. It's
0: a goof. It's a goof. Stop! Oh my god,
1: that dude's a fucking whistle pig. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, that would miss me to see that. <laughs> huh? Jesus. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So just makes me
5: think of the, the what is it? The dummy sticks you'd hold up in like a yeah. battlefield. Yeah. And just yeah. Over the edge. <laughs> oh my god. God dang. Yeah, there's a a lot of crazy stuff out there. Oh, yeah. how many tours have you been on? So I did one tour in Afghanistan. Uh, Right now I'm trying to get my first real tour uh, for Special Operations because nobody counts the current Middle Eastern tours as real tours. I mean, like... Our guys right now that are out in like Bahrain and stuff are staying in like apartments and penthouses. Like it's, it's not a real deployment.
2: Like this pizza's um, bullshit. Yeah. So,
5: and I mean like we nobody that's been active duty will ever call like Kuwait a real deployment. <laughs> like so at least not, you know, since two thousands on. Oh yeah. Um so it's it's I want to get a real deployment oh, yeah. <laughs> in special forces.
3: But <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's wild. So, so so what year did you join? Uh oh seven. Oh, seven. Okay. And do you remember much about your induction uh, thing? What do you mean? Like as a new guy? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when when they swear you in, do you remember much about that? Uh, You officially became a seaman?
5: Yeah, yeah, I mean, going down to like MEPS and doing the swearing and stuff, yeah. Do you remember
3: taking an oath to defend the Constitution?
5: Yeah. I'm waiting. I see your smirk creeping. On your face. <laughs> so how do, how do you feel about that? No, I fucking hate it right now. Um, I can tell you. So you were asking uh, what made me love the military, and this kind of ties into. It. No, it's I like,
3: will. But we'll get there. But go ahead.
5: For for a while. I didn't, and I was ready to get out. And my wife actually wanted to stay in because of the benefits because uh, uh-huh. she's got issues that are covered by insurance and all that. Sure. And when I found this job and actually realized I could enjoy it, a lot of it was life skills that I can pass on to my kids and how I can protect my family. And it's not so much now the selfless service. Like, I still enjoy the romanticism of, like, yeah, man, I'm the hero. Like, I am sacrificing. I'm okay with that. It makes me feel good. Like, that is where I get a lot of my. My personal value is, okay, it's worth it. But a lot of it came down to job skills and real-life skills that I can pass on to my family and my friends. Um, and so I struggle with it because that really is a lot of what I get out of the military. And right now I don't like what the government's doing. I don't like what the military is doing. And its I have to bite my tongue at work. I can only say so much, even though 99% of the people I'm around agree with me. We we can't do a whole lot. You know, when we go to do protect VIPs, I can't say shit about, you know, whoever we're protecting. I don't like that guy. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. Fuck
3: yeah! Uh, of course you can't. So I, ge- I guess that, that brings me uh, to my next question. suppose, for some reason, a president gets elected and he says, you know what, This uh, this chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff sucks ass. And I'm going to pick some guy at random. And for some reason, he says, "I don't want—I don't want an officer. I want a regular guy." And he picks you. And what would you do if you were the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff?
5: Like, what would I do differently with the military? Yeah, that's a good question because I don't know how much power they have when Let's it say comes how to how much pull you really. Yeah, have I, with I really shit? don't know when it comes up to the Joint Chiefs. Like, I, it makes me wonder who is making the calls on where to send everybody. Um I guess current events being what they are, right? Like I don't agree with involvement in Ukraine or any of that shit. A lot of it being that, why are we pulling the weight of the UN? Why are we forking over the bill? Why are we sending aid? Why are none of that shit matters to us? Oh yeah. Um, especially if we're, you know, poking the Russian bear. Like why would we pick the opposite side? Like I'm not, I don't want to stay neutral forever, but at the same time, I think the the whole Israel thing is about the only time I've ever been like, oh, that's something foreign that maybe we should get behind because they have been our longest standing ally in that region. That's the first oh, time yeah. I've seen justifications for backing somebody foreign recently since I've started paying attention to international politics. Um, so I don't know, dude. As, 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 like, if I were a joint chief, I have no idea how much my authority would, would be, but a lot of it would be pull out, stop wasting the fucking money, put it back into domestic issues, and fix the country before we're heading out. Like, we became world police... Because we waited during the World Wars and let everybody beat themselves up, and then we jumped in to save the day, and that's why we started off better off, and we've been doing it for so long, and we're trying to play the good guy now, that we're draining our own resources and we're draining ourselves, and on top of that, you have such a safe, I don't know, generation or two generations that nobody wants to contribute selflessly, so we're hitting ourselves on both fronts, as we're not raising the morals in our own country, and we're draining our actual resources, and we're weakening ourselves. So I would say, honestly, I would just recall as much as I could, unless it was an actual defense matter, don't use the military right now. We don't need to be sending everybody elsewhere.
1: Let's maybe stockpile some of the shit we yeah, like have we been can, wasting.
5: Yeah, keep presence because we have bases in God knows how many countries. So, obviously, we're not going to, like, demil them all or fucking exit like we did in Afghanistan and fucking let them rampage everywhere. But
0: Oh, and that will have all the helicopters and tanks and all the cool <laughs> shit over there. Well, I was watching... Here you go. That's a really good answer. I was watching... Which, that is... Honestly, where the fuck is this guy been?
1: (laughs) I was watching a Joe Rogan podcast the other day, and I can't remember who he had on, but they were talking about... uh, It was the guy, and he had a friend that had just gotten out of the military. He was going to do his turn-ins. And, like, there was shit that he was forced to leave overseas... And they were like, "Hey, you got a five hundred dollar bill for these missing items." What the fuck? Like they said he was forced to leave it, and then he yeah, got charged. They, for they yeah. said, "There's yeah. no room on the plane. Is that what they we do? gotta go." Sometimes, and then all of a sudden, they're like, "By the way, we need this five hundred bucks back." You know, like wow. so what what I, shit's a little short right now. Right, like
5: what I've noticed with stuff like that is, if someone tells you to leave it, I go, "Okay," but you're telling me verbally. I don't care what your rank is. If I signed a piece of paper for it, either. I'm coming with it or you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've am i seen too many guys that, like, hey, we're going to do gear turn-in. I'm leaving the military. And if you lost a piece of gear, sure, man, you can fill out a piece of paper saying it got damaged or lost or whatever. It was being used in service. You don't have to replace the cost. But if it's just a, hey, here's your checklist of what to turn in, this was yours, and you have no proof that something happened to it, you have to pay out of pocket. Oh, that could get expensive So quick. if you, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no shit. Right 16 I lost Well, shit. especially because everything government is way overcharged. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, You're paying the government's price. A, a pair of fucking Whoa. boots for
1: the goddamn government's like 800 bucks.
0: Well, dude, that's the same story that uh, Randy was telling us about his uncle who was in, God, what Which? fucking war was he in?
1: Who's who, who's this? Randy down the David. street.
0: Oh, okay. Because I mean, Randy's he's an old man, but hey. I think it, I think it was hey, <laughs> older than you, Daniel. <laughs> Korea but, or something. God, oh, no, it was God. World War One. Oh, okay. maybe. Wow. Eighteen twelve. <laughs> it was you know. Virginian Civil War. 17- but it was like 76. He said he he was holding his he had his gun, and a grenade went off, and it blew his hand off that was holding the gun. And then he gets out, and they were like, "Oh, by the way, you owe us for the gun that you lost when your hand got blown off." That's pretty brutal. <laughs> and you're like, "That sucks." Um, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" I mean, it was you know in the 40s or something, or 30s do you, or 40s. Rick, I don't. Do I don't you know, know when World tell, War One.
3: I Randy. Randy would have been Vietnam. So no, I, no, I think th- it, it was his
0: uncle. So I, oh, it, his uncle. It, it okay. may have been World War Two. Right.
1: Uh, it lines up. It so, was, okay, so, up. so so
0: in yeah. the 40s, 30s, 40s-ish. But they legitimately wanted money back for the gun that he that's, lost. That's
2: Dude, I, I still think it's funny. In World War II, Spoils of War were a thing. It's good. I was talking to this old man that used to farm out by us. He must have been in his 90s when he died. And this was when I was a kid, so 20, 30 years ago. And he was in World War II stationed on a beach in Japan. And he's sitting on this island, it's raining, he's sitting in a foxhole, it's super shitty out, lightning, thunder, whole nine yards, and they're just sitting there. And the Japanese had creeped up on their position. <coughs> Nobody saw him because <clears throat> they were all dug in, just trying to stay as dry as they could in waist deep water. Could it be because the Japanese were ninjas? Probably. Fact. But he was Jeez. sitting there with his gun between his knees, just sitting there. And lightning flash, and all of a sudden, there was a guy standing over him with a gun, and he goes bang. And he <laughs> shot him, and the guy falls in the hole. And dude had a big ass samurai sword on him, and he had this super ornate handgun. So he took him, shipped him back home.
1: Hey, you just had to fill out the little paper. The
2: sword showed up, the gun disappeared. And he showed us this sword, and it's fucking ridiculous. Like, it looks like it's out of a movie. It's just beautiful, ornate sword. has all kinds of Japanese writing up and down it. Like, it's a badass sword. Whatever that thing's worth. It's probably worth a fortune. <laughs> try,
5: try doing that nowadays. Lord
2: knows how old it is. That's what I was getting to. Nowadays, if you did that, they'd be like, well, the water sergeant's been convicted of stealing $35 worth of <laughs> candy from Saddam Hussein's palace. We're going to have to send him to prison so, for 40 years. Sinner. Sinner. So
5: speaking of, no war trophies, right? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I'm a little bit off on the details, but the last time you walk into the Pentagon, you go into the um the Commandant in the Marine Corps' office yeah. and there's a gold plated AK in his
1: office. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and I'm
5: just thinking, where is that from if we
1: don't
2: take trophies? Found it. Pawn shop. <laughs> I believe I got that from Pawn Stars, <laughs> Baltimore pawn shop. It's a weird town. It's really just oh a my god! Replica. What, what
0: best I could do? Hunter K. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious because you
4: asked a good question and he had a great answer. What's your response? To, what, why? W-
3: which question are you referring to? About if
4: you became joint chief, what would mm-hmm. you do? Like, why were you curious about that? What uh, is his answer?
3: Well, I, I would have to. Uh, uh, Qualify that was uh, my dad was a Marine in Korea. Uh, came back with horrible PTSD. And I don't know how much power they have either, but I'd be shutting down bases like there was no tomorrow. We don't need bases everywhere. We don't need bases in Italy. Come on.
5: Right. So I, and I totally agree with that. The selfish side of me, traveling is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love being able to get to go to these places. But I agree with you. We, I mean, a lot of them is just. How do I put it? God, now I sound like the fucking government is. <laughs> it's it's, it's I, forward presence as I think a deterrent. You could man,
1: those bases a lot cheaper than they do. Them. Oh yeah, you yeah. know I, what I mean. Yeah. I think you could still have the presence there, and 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 keep kind of doing what you're doing, but instead of just, I mean, it's it's just wasteful. They're like, oh, soda machine's broken. Let's not get it fixed. Buy a new one. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, well and, that's, and that's a ten
1: thousand dollar soda uh, machine. We
3: don't know what what branch you're from. But I, I'm reading about the... He's from the
1: Space Force, let's be Yeah, the Space Force. <laughs> I'm a guardian. I am reading stories I about, about look the...
3: you like uh, uh, Depending on your pronunciation, the Houthis, the Houthis, yeah. uh, tearing up the U.S. Navy with their drones and stuff. I mean, this is, war is different. We're, we're no longer fighting World War II. And if that's the oh, case...
1: War has definitely changed. Oh. So if
3: that's the case, then, then we've got to rethink our shit. And if, and if one of our carriers goes down, it's on.
5: So, right. So I, so I haven't really kept up with the Houthis. Uh, and and been,
3: remember, I don't know what branch you're in. Yeah, so so I've, yeah. been,
5: I've been following the stuff in like Ukraine and whatnot. There's some really good Instagram pages, um, but they're showing, you know, live footage. But a lot of the stuff that's been coming out of that is they're using drones and we have same capability that we've been testing out in a lot of our R and D ranges and stuff, but. Um, drones carrying explosives you know something as small as like a little hand grenade it doesn't weigh a whole lot you can 3D print or you can grab store bought and and modify it and a lot of others are taking those and so now you got these they're not even kamikazes anymore because you're flying the drone over and you're either flying the drone into them or dropping the explosive from the drone (laughs) And it's you got videos on Instagram of the Russians and the, doing it to the Ukrainians, and I'm, I would assume vice versa. I just well, and, they're, and they're
1: like the they're hand building these fucking drones. Yeah. Like they have little like makeshift factories where it's like PVC parts and. I, I've watched some of these videos where you're just like, Jesus Christ, they're building these fucking drones well, out of nothing.
5: I mean, I went to a couple R&D ranges just to like watch what they were doing in 2018, 2019. And, man, I'm telling you, that stuff was like future warfare. It felt like Call of Duty in Real Person as they're developing stuff that, that the goal is we don't want the first element of warfare, your first invasion force in our next major conflict. No humans on the first invasion. It should all be either remote-controlled or automated, which I'm just mm. sitting here going... Holy shit! Like this is doable. Like watching <laughs> what they're doing, and I'm thinking, this isn't special forces level. It's not like you're watching SEAL Team Six, and you got like six guys with capabilities. They're going, "Hey, how can we automate Humvees with guns?" Oh yeah.
3: And I'm like, "Oh, this is so, fucking cool." Let like, the robots nice. catch the bullets, not yeah. the bodies. Yeah, yeah. So, so how close are we to Skynet? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're, you're, not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. There's a factory in Oregon building.
1: What? That got quiet. I don't know what did you is. just Terminator? say.
4: Oh, Terminator. That's Skynet? Oh,
1: yeah. my God. Yeah. I don't know. God, God fucking, how old are you? Who, who fucking invited this guy? I don't I'm know. am Dude, shit you, look, you can stay. You're uh, fucking uh, on point. <laughs> yes,
0: dude. Here's all the all, thing. I, all the I'm saying is, you know, 2019, 2020, Here's the, thing. the mask thing came out. Were they making you motherfuckers wear masks when you were going out there fucking shooting guys with guns?
5: Oh, you know what my favorite was? Oh God, going to going to the gym on base, and I can take my mask off while I'm doing a bench press, right? And I got up to put new weights on the bar, and she told me I had to put, put
2: my your mask. Fu- on. No, <laughs> no, she did not. Yeah, I, dude, the virus to, is bad at six feet, but yeah. at three, it's fine. <laughs> you have to
5: if you're not actively working out. You had to wear a mask, so I went over to the treadmill, and she goes, "You got to wear your mask on the treadmill." So <laughs> have,
0: have we all not agreed that how embarrassing for the world is that that they're like. Yeah, wear a mask.
2: Dude, speaking Safe of embarrassing for, for the world, how do you feel about them basically going like, Hey, can you touch your nose? You're in. Hey, can you can you uh can you do almost a girl push up? Sweet, yeah. you're in. Yeah.
5: Lower, so lowering the standard, yeah. I absolutely can't stand. Nah. I, as it it far doesn't as make any sense to standard. me. But the Marines have had retards for decades. Yeah. So, <laughs> the has, thing is, it has
4: been noted there's they reason, eat crans. There's a reason that they're called bullet sponges. You need someone to go yeah, in there and right? take on those
5: uh, bullets. You
2: don't want Mongo to be thinking. You want but, Mongo, run fast forward, shoot gun fast. Right, so, <laughs> and, and again, ah. this is where it
5: gets a little deeper. Is If you get into the more intricate jobs, a lot of it, because of technology, technology is a lot of them don't take the physical fitness that they used to yeah. you know like if you're flying a drone now bro it's like what did devin put it the other day is hey man i'm i'm in war nine to five <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i, go, from, I, gotta I go, go to war Warren. from nine to five yeah but you know you got dudes on you know ships in the navy that they're you know their job is it specialist you got you know your admin special like do they really have to have the same fitness yeah. parameters maybe maybe not man in my opinion, <laughs> the Marines do it right. Everyone's a rifleman first. Yeah. And then you go learn yeah. to Well, that's that's how but it was in World War Two. That's because that's actually effective if everyone knows how to fucking fight. Oh, yeah. And now you've got, like, army cats going out on the range, and the kid, you know, shoots until he's empty and then keeps pulling the trigger and goes, Sarge, why isn't my gun firing? <laughs> <laughs> do I need to shake it upside
2: down? Well, yeah.
4: And the people that go <laughs> to war from 9 to 5, they... They don't need to be. in...
2: So, in the so the motherfuckers I don't know. So, are doing TikTok I also, dances for I love that
4: image of like just like someone flying a drone and being like like an alarm going off and being like, "I'll see you in thirty minutes, Ahmed. <laughs> My Chipotle's here."
0: You, you, you watch the drone just drop, wham! <laughs>
2: no, it's got self flight It just stays there. I was just floating. <laughs> no, I just. I've watched I, I, I like World War II shit Like I'm obviously a 40 year old man That's what I do now But watching like the old footage of the Missouri And all these other big badass battleships Like yeah you're the cook But you also man the gun at the backside of the boat Yeah you're the you know Head toilet specialist Or whatever the fuck your job is but you also chamber the rounds in the big turrets.
5: Right, but that's not the mindset anymore. You yeah. get in and we, so what is it? So how do I phrase this without giving myself away? <laughs> <laughs> there are, I talked to somebody who does statistics for the military, and they were telling me that boot camp alone, and this was even just Navy boot camp, they are losing thousands of kids really? every year that can't graduate boot camp. Just because they either can't adjust or, oh, I have oh, yeah. this issue or, oh, I quit. I need a safe
2: space. And then you
5: get through. I got a hairline fracture even, in yeah. my leg because I was running. <laughs> and then any, and then after that, even more quick. judgment Before zone. they even do a job. You know, the first six months, eight months, maybe they're in a school or whatever and they're going to AIT or whatever and, and they just, hey, man, I can't handle it. Oh, I quit. Oh, I'm not in shape enough. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, hey, I have asthma. I forgot to tell you. So no, what, happened, like, what
0: what happens when you go through boot camp and you quit?
5: I don't know. I didn't quit. Failure. Well, <laughs> like that's so what I, I don't get. I'm like, hey, I know. So failure is
4: not an option.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, it was. I mean, like, it was like, dude, like, dude, like, if yeah, you, you did that, you were, wait, you were like, I know,
4: dishonorably oh, I discharged. No, like, no I know. I know someone that did that. And was what, that
5: quitting or getting caught intentionally? Well, he
4: he quit, but he he quit. He he used his brain to quit. Because within the first 80 days, if you get kicked out, you don't get dishonorably discharged, you get a failure to adapt. Which is very different than a dishonorable discharge. Uh So you walked up to the sergeant with a bag of weed and said, hi. And so they're like, oh, okay, well, you're kicked out now.
5: (laughs) And if I can cross the line, he wasn't black. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
5: well, no,
2: yes. if he was, it would have been a no. 40. But he did, it, he did it
4: too, and that was his
2: way of, or a of quitting. He,
4: he didn't actually quit, but that was his way of yeah. quitting. Because you can't well, quit. You, you, they will not let you quit. I just like think
2: it's interesting that the entire attitude of the military has changed drastically. I mean, they just showed the other day that we're short 41,000 bodies that we needed to help yeah. keep the numbers up. But are they really 41,000 bodies short? It's just...
5: Well, I can tell you right now, every place that I've been and every job that I've done, bro, you're doing the work of three or four people. Yeah. You're you're short. And that's multiple jobs. That's not just, you know, hey, special operations has a high attrition rate. You guys are overworked. Oh, yeah. No, man. Even in the medical field, it was, a okay, you guys have to see this many patients per day. Okay, well, we need four more people. No, you don't have it operate this way for the next two years and you're like well what the fuck huh. and you're like well we only have two five. providers or five providers or whatever we, we got to see how many and they're like oh yeah, yeah Washington said that on paper you can see this many so you have to have this many appointment slots. and you're like what the fuck is this damn so I mean well, you go to. I mean my wife went to an air force hospital when we had our kid and even that was like the waiting room is full and every time we saw somebody COVID or after somebody is like hey I'm sorry we're really short staff and I'm like well where's your staff oh well they're over at dental helping the dental clinic why? They're Jesus. not dental. And then you go to dental and they would be like, hey, sorry, part of our staff is over at the hospital hoping out the hospital. Why? <laughs> Why don't put your people back where they go?
2: Yeah. No, Ooh. that's
5: everywhere in the military, everywhere Ooh. we've been. If, West Coast, East Coast,
3: down I'm, South. It I'm
2: an matter. OB-GYN. Let me look at that molar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if, it's any, if it's any consolation, well, I was an RN for they they 20 years. And we were always short, too. I mean, I, I, I doubt that's any consolation. I and Well, that's a funny story. You may appreciate this one. I, for some reason, I got a wild hair and decided, you know, that there were these Air Force jobs, and I had shoulder length hair when I went in, and these poor Air Force guys, you know, they figured RNs were officers, so they looked at me, and you could just see the, you could what, see the what? smoke coming out of theirs. Should <laughs> they salute me? But I have long hair. I mean, <laughs> uh, but um, but you know, the whole medical field is always short. It runs on. It always s- is camel spit and bailing uh, wire yeah. and and
5: and it doesn't matter if it's civilian or military it will always be short manned. oh yeah. it doesn't matter
3: because not everybody can do it and if you do it too long you start to get crazy and yeah so
2: i've, I've sat back and watched a lot of government <laughs> stupidity at the base i delivered to mountain home air force base for years get to talking to these guys get to seeing the same guys year after year I Was talking to a guy got told hey order everybody in this building a new desk and he goes, okay. So he went through and he found these desks that were made from recycled stuff that were like 300 bucks a pop. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Not those desks. Order some different desks. And he's like, well, okay. So he found a desk that was like 1300 bucks a piece. And he's like, are these ones good? He's like, give me that. And he takes his catalog and he picks like all these desks that are like thirty grand a piece. And he's like, buy these. So they bought all these like $30,000 desks and they just stuck them everywhere. And then (laughs) another guy was working on the planes, and they come in, and they take inventory. Okay, you've got so many of these, and so many of these, and so many of these. Oh, you're only supposed to have two of these, and you have three on your shelf. And he's like, well, yeah, it's a part that's a bitch to get for these planes. We had a spare, and we're just going to keep it. And he's like, nope, throw it in the dumpster. It's like a $75,000 part. And they're like, all right. (laughs) So they throw it away. And just time after time, talking to these guys, I had another guy I dealt with was in the motor pool, like he was in charge of everything that had tires on the base. Well, he was super, super stoked because he was getting shipped to Korea, and he was going to be in charge of every single vehicle in Korea, and his job was to go from Air Force Base to base to base to base and go, there it is, and then go on. (laughs) So he was over the moon, because not only does he get to tour Korea, top to bottom, to every single installation, every single government vehicle that's owned by the United States, he got to go see. He got to stay in a town that was apparently badass and dirt-ass cheap to live in. He'd been in the service, same thing, 20 years, so he's making pretty damn good money. And where he lived, there was an airport that flew to this island that is like Korea's Las Vegas. It's just this like, badass like party island. And it costs like $30 to fly there. Wow. And he is just Are over they, the moon because he got it 18 and over? Yeah. Okay. Dude, he got <laughs> you, you, the you best mean... job in Korea, and he was just over the moon. Dude. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. He's like, I've been waiting for this for a decade. That's like awesome. I put in for this you, job every time. You mean to tell us the
0: Korea where we've had our special guest, Pete, oh, on yeah. this podcast. And he told us, he goes, when I was stationed over in Korea, he goes, dude. We were sitting in a spot, you had a night off. $5, you go see a baseball game, you get drunk as shit and you get a hooker for the night. Oh yeah. Oh my god. But he's he's talking he Korea goes, in the 80s when like yeah.
2: Korea was as backwards as it could possibly be, right. and Korea is just a juggernaut on the world stage now in technology and yeah. everything else. I mean, Samsung makes everything from my phone to tanks. Well, I was gonna say, Pete, <laughs> Pete
0: was telling us jokes too, where he was stationed on that base where he'd go in there, and it was all it was all Korean soldiers, yeah. and he'd go in there, and they'd all be in the shower, and he'd go in and turn the lights off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He had a lot of fun with them. They'd all
0: (laughs) freak out. And he was like, I started learning how to speak Korean. (laughs) Because they'd all yell. But they wouldn't, they would never speak English to me. So
4: what did, um, you were going to say something. Jer- uh, Jared's stories reminded you of something.
5: Well, I was just going to say, take that. And you were talking about all the waste. And I'm like, now just multiply that by the stupidity of the government. Oh, yeah. And across the world. Oh, please. <laughs> please. And I'm thinking, I only ever had desks that were particle board. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, you never had a $30,000 desk? <laughs> no.
5: That's it's, Air Force
2: only, baby. It well, the, it is. That's and Air the,
5: Force money, dude.
2: Dude, the Air Force is bizarre. Like, when you're talking hey different people different jobs that's the air force in a nutshell because the air force are not the guys that you want carrying a gun and going to get somebody that is last line of defense everything's gone asunder call in the air force and give them guns like yeah, that's and and that's not dogging the air force i mean i i talked to a lady who got a, a all kinds of accommod- or what is it called awards accommodations yeah. got all kinds of like hey, thank you for helping kill Osama bin Laden.
0: I'm going to be honest. Like, they she made Gun look
2: cool. She was part of the team that ran the drones that found him. Like, she did a lot of stuff from a tent, like, hundreds of miles away.
4: <laughs> wow.
2: But
5: that's just it. If the Air Force has rifles, all the drones are gone, so we're fucked. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're
3: there's, there's a reason they refer to it as the Chair Force, too. So. Oh, yeah.
2: And it's funny, too,
3: though. You see the pilots
2: out there? Dude. Those guys, they look at him like,
3: Wow, Maverick,
2: there you go. I like, <laughs> they was gonna look, say dude, they dude, look at these guys not. with just admiration like you would not believe. Dude, Top Gun Maverick was fucking sick and it made and it, you was a want, good movie. it
0: made you want to love America
2: again. Yeah. The way it's supposed to be, god damn it. I love
4: it. Love America, fuckers. <laughs> hey, um I also wanted you guys to get a glimpse into the Water sergeant in a different way. Oh jeez. Um so he has this thing called the Apocalypse. It's all things that he wants to do before he dies. Um, oh also, you're speaking to, well, a former, former. Guinness Book of World Record holder. Um, I guess we can't talk about what that is. I'll tell, because, him, I'll, I'll tell him off script. <laughs> okay. We can't talk about what it is because it can be looked up. But yeah, he used to hold a Guinness Book of World Record. And that was on your Apocalypse, right? Yeah, yeah that was But probably. yeah, he has this list that when did you start that thing?
5: 2016, 2017? But it's
4: literally a book, like a handwritten book. I meant to bring th-
5: it, and I left it at my dad's house, like, right up the road. Oh, so we out there. I got pictures of it for y'all. Nice. Right up the road, Caldwell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: but, uh, but yeah, so he has this whole list of stuff that he wants to do before he dies. So I wanted you to speak to that a little bit. What uh, are some dude, of the so, crazy stuff you've So World
5: done? Record was, like, the biggest thing that we've done. I think the most fun one was we went to my buddy's house, and he's got a burn pit out in the country, and we just doused the whole thing in lighter fluid because I always wanted to shoot a flaming arrow. But if you're going to do it on, on camera, you got to get something cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so we probably did half a bottle of lighter fluid on a burn pile and then stood back about 50 feet. And I got to tear up part of a t-shirt, soak it, light it on fire, and we just drew it back and oh, shot yeah, a flaming nice. arrow. Um, like hitting all seven continents, something like that. Um, you know, that's a big one. Uh, there's some family stuff on there. Uh, the one that I wanted to do with him is break shit just because. Oh yeah, that's fun. So, oh, just... dude,
0: we have break rooms now. Yeah, dude, so I that, that he wanted cheap, to go to that. that kind of cheapens it though, yeah. man. It
5: like, originally, does, but it I, doesn't. As I like,
2: he wanted to go to like Goodwill. The or idea was go to Goodwill, drop stuff. fifty oh.
5: bucks, and go get a baseball yeah. bat. We
2: we used to actually we go to Goodwill and buy stuff, take it out to the desert and shoot it.
5: Right. So I've done <laughs> that before, but it's kind of like I want to make it a memory. So oh, you want
2: to make... be in Goodwill and do
0: it? All right, all right. Wait till I am getting my pension before
2: we do. Where's your baseball bat section? <laughs> <laughs> and where are your
0: TVs <laughs> um, wham 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 alright 20 bucks a cover right <laughs> so funny man but yeah it's
5: just I don't know it's its whenever I find something that I think is you know it'll it will either be a really cool memory or it'll be a great story or it's just hanging out with the boys like I just put it down and I'm like okay yeah. that's something that's worthy and I, I don't care who does it with me whoever does it with me I don't care if I've only known you for a couple hours and you just happen to join us or if I've just known you my, half my life I write your name down. And I write the date we did it. And then I usually make, you know, that's usually when I make a post about it online. Like, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't post a whole lot, but that's when I'll be like, hey, man, I just knocked this off. Like, one was going fishing with my cousin's husband. The dude's a phenomenal dude. I've liked him ever since I met him when I was a kid. And I finally hit him up a month ago and went fishing with him for the first time. Nice. And I was like, hey, man, I'm coming out your way. Can we go fishing? He was like, yeah. And that so that was like more of a personal one, but it was like. I found out from talking to him that day. We think a lot of like. I really. He's like one of my favorite family members now. Even though Ooh. I already liked him, and now he's making me a custom knife because he got into bla- uh, blacksmithing like two years ago, three years ago. And I was like, well, shit. Had I not asked you to go fishing, <laughs> I wouldn't be getting a five hundred dollar knife for seventy bucks. Like, Hell
4: yeah! So. Didn't you do one that was stand at being two places at once and you like stood on the border? Of oh like-
5: yeah, I caught it. I just wanted to time travel, so I was driving cross country and I just time st- stopped at the time change. <laughs> I wanted to do that whole thing. For oh, my, you hold Oh, uh, yep. uh, What was the? uh I forget what the movie was. It was like a, a Nick Frost movie with fucking Paul Simon or whatever. I don't remember. Not Paul Simon. Fucking. I don't remember his name. But I saw it in a movie and I wanted to pull do Pull up and you see the, <laughs> yeah. the, the four corners and yeah, you stand I mean, there and like, you're like, Look at you're me. Like, look, you're like, four streets at t- once. <laughs> yeah, you're like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. 10 o'clock,
2: 11 o'clock. Hey, <laughs> man, I time travel. <laughs> He's standing hey, on the hey. four corners, spinning in a circle, pissing. <laughs> I'm peeing in four states at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I guess dude, that's
1: guys, going on the book. <laughs> go up there, go to the
0: 45th parallel, or just stand there and pee on both sides. Right, like
5: one was to photograph the Grand Canyon. I finally went there first time in my life in February.
0: Is it and, as amazing as they say? Dude, oh my it's gosh. It's like per- Go in person. Okay. It is
5: amazing. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, I want to go back because my wife. I found out one place she wants to go is actually inside the Grand Canyon. And when I looked at it, you have to get reservations. uh, Like you actually have to book reservations online, and they book in February, and the whole year is booked out. Oh wow! Because the Indian reservation that the waterfall and like all the pools are on, you the only way you can go is you have to stay a minimum of one overnight because it's like an eight-hour hike. Oh, wow. And so you go down there, or maybe it's eight miles, I don't know. But you go down there, you have to camp overnight at least one night, and the only way to get in is to book it at the beginning of the year. Dang. But it is one of the most beautiful places I've Ooh. ever seen. But That's when cool. I went there, there was snow. And I went with a couple young kids that, you know, they're, I think, 20, 21 years old, and we were all driving cross-country together. Wow,
0: neat, a pit. <laughs> well, I mean, you
5: would think, right? But then we it was snowing at the Grand Canyon. Ooh. I was like, something I never thought of. So That's... we had a... Fucking so, wild! So we built a snowman on the edge of the Grand Canyon, had a snowball fight, and then took pictures as if we were falling off the edge. Hell yeah! <laughs> so it was like, you like <laughs> good, good good good, 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 good for you. So I like it. That's great. So that's that's the apocalypse in the nutshell. Is just anything that sounds fucking cool. Like let's do it. So have you so, hit all seven continents yet? No, dude. So I've hit three, but I don't. I don't count Europe because I was stuck in the airport. They told us that we weren't allowed, allowed outside the terminal because they were afraid that we would get drunk and miss our plane so they it's kept fair. us fair which is fair, it's uh, fair. You know, there was, i think there was probably like 60 of us and we were supposed I get to be in afghanistan and miss my plane you know, two
2: days later in the airport
0: <laughs> <laughs> really counts.
5: so i i mean i don't count it as being there but I, yeah so the retirement one is my oldest brother loves traveling and so we said you know unless for whatever, God, i hope the i hope the military doesn't send me to antarctica
6: <laughs>
5: do it that, that would suck but um, my brother, when we, when we both retire, we're gonna save up and hit Antarctica together. Hell yeah! So I was like you know. So that's you could cool take it, you
1: could take a job there for like one season. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> could like it's it's room and board, food is all paid for. They um, pay you to be there. Like, or
2: so, the military go- could send you there to see the secret Nazi base. Yes! Yes! The uh, in uh, the uh, hollow uh, Earth hey, core. <laughs> honestly,
0: honestly, homeboy, <laughs> Space Force. Go to the moon. Find the Nazi base on the moon. I should. It's on the dark side of the moon, so nobody ever sees it. I'll be the first Jew to kill a Nazi in the 21st century. (laughs) Woo! So
4: here's my question. He applied to be the minister of foreign fuckery. Yeah. How's he doing? How's the interview going? Do you guys have any more questions? Oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah, we got
2: more questions. You can can come anytime you you want. Devin, you're out. Yeah, (laughs) shit out. (laughs) Slide that chair out of
5: here. He didn't know
1: who SpaceNet was, so. So
5: I I I I got to give you the international then. I had some buddies that were deploying over to the Middle East, and they were told they were deploying before all this Gaza shit kicked off. Yeah. And then they weren't deploying, like, physically living until after it kicked off. And so, naturally, when it kicked off, I got a big Star of David on my shoulder. So, I walk into work with no shirt on. And I was like, let's go, fuckers! <laughs> 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 and these guys all look at me. And the new meme is, you know that dude that's, like, on the History Channel? And he's, like, the frizzy hair. Oh, yeah. So, he's like, uh. So, our new, like, we have a giant poster in our workspace. And it's literally just him. And it's Gaza. <laughs> and so, everybody that's walking out the door is like, we're going to Gaza, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
2: (laughs) Dude, that is one thing I cannot figure out are all these people that are going, we support the. Palestinian, it's in.
5: You ever noticed it's the ones with the blue-haired comb overs, the people yeah. that they would kill. <laughs>
2: Wild, the people
5: they would just oh, yeah. be like, yeah. "Oh, hey, how you doing?" Bang, bang, bang. I'm sorry. When I was over <laughs> there, they threw one-year-olds off the roof just to get medical attention, so they could sneak in and recon our bases. You think they're not going to kill you because they fucking yeah. hate you? Like,
2: I, I, I cannot believe that they people loved are just. Him.
4: You never told me about that. That's crazy. Oh
5: yeah, so that I found that out. That was a culture shock, dude. You want to talk about getting fucked? That was my first like, holy fuck! Like this is real. Is. We had an infant come in, and we were told she fell off the roof. And I'm thinking, how does a fucking one-year-old fall off the roof? Why was she Very on the carefully. roof? And when you understand how their houses work, a one-year-old can't just crawl up onto the roof by themselves. Which means an adult took them up there and dropped them. Wow, oh, God, that's haunting. Uh, but no, no, go you. ahead,
2: go ahead and back those yeah. people because they're yeah.
4: great. Those are the people that are being defended.
2: Huh? You know, not those, not those evil. This is not me saying this not those evil jews that are having fun at a festival and hanging out and having a good time and you came in raping pillaging and murdering
4: yeah jesus man what
2: yeah he was a a jew yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it just doesn't make any sense like how high are you that you're backing that side
4: (laughs) yeah that that Um, like got so so i don't pay a ton of attention (laughs) to that type of stuff but when I saw, like, obviously, it's, it's hard to not pay attention when all that Just bombing a, and stuff went on. Oh, out. yeah. And so, like, I was like, wow, that's, that's crazy, man. Like, are we going to go, you know, I guess, you know, uh, well, wow, Water Sarge is gonna, might get deployed. Um, it's okay. We have edit capabilities. I know. I almost said your name. <laughs> um, uh, like, I had a lot of thoughts. And then, like, a couple, I don't even know how long it took, but it didn't take long for people to start being, like, pro-Palestine. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) How is that even a
5: thing? So, you want to hear something nuts? So, I was up in uh, D.C. right before all that kicked off. And I I got back home. And, like, a week later, my buddy was working in D.C. during all the pro Palestine protests. And he was saying that during the pro Palestinian protests, they were happening right outside the front lawn. I don't know if you guys have ever been to the White House or seen where it's at. You know, obviously, there's a big ass gate surrounding the White House. And in front of the front lawn, everybody's loud up, you know, torch loud up, you can walk up, but you're on the you know, obviously the street side. Yeah, you know, yeah. And you can take pictures or whatever. That's where the, the protests were happening for pro Palestine. And I'm talking like tons and tons of signs and people marching, or whatever. And he was saying that during that protest they had somebody drop off a bag full of explosives, walk away, and when the crowd started leaving, they were trying to shoot at the backpack to blow it up in front of the gate. And I'm thinking at the White House, and this
2: was recent. And not a word, not a word, not and a
5: word in the news. And I only knew about it because he was like, "Bro, I was in D.C. This is fucking nuts."
4: And the and the guy, <laughs> you said the guy just missed. That's oh the yeah, the guy didn't him. even hit the backpack. was a shitty he rifleman because <laughs> he couldn't hit the backpack. That's the only reason why it didn't go off. Wow, really? <laughs> was just because? So he I don't missed. know
5: how far he was. My guess is obviously so. But too, you mean so bu- far for him? Somebody he was too
2: was, busy screaming a la
0: Akbar" to freaking aim. <laughs> somebody was shooting up at, at the backpack. The, Back towards the White House. Towards yeah. the White House, dude. That's how, how what far the out. Fuck.
3: Uh, you
0: don't know how far out. I have no idea. How Dad, long
5: ago is this? Roughly. What is it? Uh, probably August, September. Dude, you let uh, a nothing fart out
0: that's bad enough near the White House, and they're coming after you. Well, ass. I remember
5: taking my camera there because I was like, "Dude, I'm in fucking DC. I'm gonna like, I yeah. gotta get a photograph." And I remember going back looking at the pictures. I'm like, "Is that a sniper on the roof? Like, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's looking at me too." Like, <laughs>
4: Is, wow, there, is there a, any chance yikes. that they buried that story because they were like, well, we don't want people to know how
2: easy that actually could have been. <laughs> like, oh I shit. think that, and I think that they, for some yeah. reason, and, and you'll see Captain Shitty Pants, he'll, he'll get <laughs> up there and be like, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh they're both, they're both. Ice talented. cream cone. Oh, oh, oh. Like it,
2: and he can't, he can't make his mind up. He can't say anything because he's too fucking afraid that he's going to piss off the left and he's going to right piss off the right. He's going to piss off everybody. Like, No. Say, say what's real. Israel's our ally. Israel's been our ally since you know the forties. Like, what are you doing? I don't why think... why are you why are you hemming and hawing? This is not a a, 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 a a subject that has debate. This is simple. The murderous rapist assholes are murderous rapist assholes. The Jews are going. Please stop killing us, you fucking assholes.
5: Well, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking. <laughs> you say the backpacks easy, but it was a few years ago, some dude hopped to the fence, and was charging the White House with a knife. <laughs> ah! You guys remember hearing about and that one? And didn't he get past the first? He got past the fence. That's a big ass fence. Yeah, it's <laughs> ass. the fact that he got that's over a that big fence deal. Is Impressive. Well, I remember Look.
4: there was a comedian that talked about that, and whoever the person got by. <laughs> Happened to be a woman that was standing
6: guard.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it was like because uh, there was a comedian that did a whole bit about it, and I'm like, oh, that's just
0: brutal. Uh, <laughs> the fence is only twenty feet tall, so if you get past the fence, that's a big deal. Yeah, now you're getting past a lady. I just picture somebody, surface.
2: somebody standing is like, Psh. hey, it looks like this guy's climbing the fence. Oh wait, he's oh wait, he's got a knife. Oh 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 oh. Should we? Guys, <laughs> guys, Shit. it's been a it's the insurrection years. all over yeah, again, yeah, guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, it's been a boring
5: twelve years. Let him over the fence before. We all right, now. Oh
0: no, dude! It was actually probably a funny goof. They were just like, "All right, uh, send the rookie out there, <laughs> see what she does." This is gonna be hilarious. Hey, Marge, uh, yeah. don't worry, we have four guys over here. They're waiting. Send
2: in Large wait.
1: wait, wait.
0: <laughs> Tell him Large Marge sent you. Wow.
6: Send in large
4: marks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. Gosh. Actually, he just comes out sumo. Boom. <coughs> boom. Ready to go like a fucking linebacker. Just <laughs> ooh. <laughs>
3: nice. So yeah. I, I have one more question for the, the sergeant here. here I got it. Do you remember when you were sworn in, you uh, swore an oath to uh, defend the Constitution? Do they still do that? I mean, as far as I know, yeah. Do, do I, don't, you, I don't know why they wouldn't do it. I haven't been to MEPS since. Yeah, of course God not. God knows but, when, but. Do you think Do you think anybody in the military still kind of remembers that or does it mean something? Or So
5: I would say a lot of people push it off to the back of their brain. It's completely back burner, and I think a lot of times when you call people out on it, it's almost seemed like, okay, man, like,
3: chill, right. out, chill
5: out. You're a little too, you know, like, gung-ho gung yeah. about your contractor too. Hoorah, whatever. Yeah. I think what kills me about that is I just – and I wish this was my original thought because I thought this was gold as to some, some girl on a fucking TikTok was like, you know, we started a revolution over a 3% tax increase. <laughs> we drink coffee so, because of that. So <laughs> why aren't we doing anything now? But to answer your question is, yeah, I, I, it's actually pretty insulting and that's why I'm, I'm really torn with like, well, dude, do I still – Continue to serve because I don't feel like my organization really backs up their oath. Um, you know, it's supposed to be foreign and domestic. And then you look at all the shit that's happening in our country and you're like, whoa, man, like, let's just we say stop that. Let's just say none of it's real. Everything is a story made up to sabotage the other side. The fact that you're willing to make up stories should yeah. be what stopped. Now let's go ahead and say, okay, what if some or all of it is true? That's even worse. And it should be stopped. How is that not the domestic enemy?
3: Oh, yeah. I, I I I guess I should have said, I'm really not trying to put you in a hard place. But somebody who's lived as long as I have, this is not the same country I grew up in. No. It's just not.
5: It, well, I can't say it's not the same one I grew up in because I didn't really start paying attention until after I was in. It's not the same one I romanticized and understood to be the one that I was growing up in. Um i mean i can tell you right now shit hits the fan i know i'm not on the military side <laughs> i know i mean i know that's kind of like fucked up to say since i'm actively serving but i can tell you right now i don't support like personally my morals my beliefs my convictions i don't support a lot of what the military is doing and at that's at this point it's kind of a. this is where I, i'm i'm torn with my own personal convictions is the pension is fucking great And I want to finish my time so that my family is set up for the rest of our lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Because I'm so close, I'm like, no, man, like I can pass that 20-year mark easy. I got a great fucking pension out of this. Let's just set ourselves up because that way we have income the rest of our lives. And then I can worry about the rest. And if shit really kicks off, not going to turn on my own, man. If I have to give up a career, the country's already gone to
3: shit at that point anyway. Oh, yeah. So, I, I guess you think that's a commonly felt – is that a common thing among – In,
5: I would say in special forces, special operations, more of the, you know, quote-unquote high-speed stuff, you know, Army guys. I haven't talked to a whole lot of Marines, but Army guys, Navy guys, even Air Force guys, um, you know, like your TACP and stuff. Uh, The more high-speed guys, and I think it's because they have, you know, they grew up with all the action movies promoting, especially SEALs were like the big ones promoted. That drew a lot of people into all special forces, and especially, you know, Bud's candidates will wash out, and then they go into the fleet, and then they join every branch, and they go, well, I don't care what I do. If I can't be a SEAL, I want to be something cool. I don't want to fucking sit on a ship. Yeah. And so they will join, you know, uh, Army, and they'll join Air Force, and they'll go over to the Marines, and they'll do another program in the Navy, they'll do whatever that crowd is big time. Hey man, I don't like what's going on. It's a really cool fucking job. I get to blow stuff up. I get to shoot stuff. I mean on a, on a boring, you know, quarter, you know, if we just take like a three month snapshot a boring job for me is hey, we're gonna go diving one day, we're gonna either drive or fly robots the next day, we're gonna go shooting guns next week, we're gonna get to shoot fifty cows at long range, we're gonna get to shoot full auto, uh, hey, we're gonna go to the demo range and you know, sit off C4, we're gonna go burn up a car, we're gonna blow up some walls or learn oh, breaching. Yeah. Like so that's that's the This just sounds dope as fuck. Right? You it's,
2: get paid to do yeah. what people pay yes! to do. And so
5: it's like <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, okay, if this is the boring side, I agree with them. This is a really cool fucking job, but that's where I look at it as okay, I'm understanding all of this so if if shit were ever hit the fan i understand what i'm going against and that's where i see the benefit is like i don't agree with what the government's doing but i kind of laugh at like it's back to the comments of well the civilian populist doesn't need ar-15s because you would need an f-16 to take us on (laughs) like you know it's yes but the fact that you're telling me i would need an f-16 and you're afraid of my rifles means that is worth something (laughs) um I don't know. That's, it, I really am torn, man. They're like to me, that's a deep conversation because uh, it's. I almost feel like I'm selling my soul to the devil to get out of it what I can while I while I understand mm, it.
3: Maybe this isn't the place for that conversation.
5: <laughs> I mean, I'm down with Could that. That's be. why I mean, you caught on. Could I'm being be. a little bit generic. But. What, what do you What do you think
3: about the kids coming in?
2: Do you Do you think you have people that still have the same passion and the same the same drive that that a kid like you had? When you joined, and I understand it was it was a different situation.
5: I mean, I would say rare. You got to so me coming in, even though I already wanted to come in before all of the hype and the Hollywood hit. Yeah, that helped fuel the fire. Yeah, right. Because some of that stuff came out before I was in, Um, you know. And you get the shit that came out after, and then you get you know people signing book deals and movies coming out. And regardless of what's true, it's been spun to okay, it's heroic to give the sacrifice. Yeah. I don't see it as much. And a lot of the kids coming in, a lot of the frustration, whether it be active duty reserves, whatever people are out for, what benefits can I get for myself? Yeah. But the problem is, is when you're that way from the get go, why the fuck are you serving? Oh yeah. When you're trying to get out of deployments. Oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, my wife has mental issues. Oh, you know, I can't do this because blah, blah, blah. Well, then why are you in signing that contract? I'm sorry. Like, even if I don't agree with supporting something, Man, that's a gamble I took when I signed the contract. I have to go do my job, and at that point, I personally look at it as I'm not doing it because I agree with the government. I'm doing it because you five are going with me, and I don't want you to die. So my job at that point is I'm going to do as well as I can to keep you guys safe. Let's get the fuck home, see our families, and then we can squander about it later. But regardless, you're going. So if you go with a shitty attitude, you're going to get fucked up. Oh yeah. So it's that's where it kind of becomes like, that's where I feel like I'm selling my soul is I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to suck at it or like, I'm not going to you know hold back Ooh. just because well, you're just going right.
2: to give 110% because that's what, <laughs> what
1: you're paid to do. Yeah. And you know, and I I, yeah. I fully
2: understand it though. I mean, if you're just going to do four or eight years or 12 years, then boogie, like, okay. Like you're going to pay for college. You're going to yeah. do this. You're going to do that. But when you decide to go the lifer route and you're just like, Hey man, this went from being uh, a means, to get me by for now, then it turns into, like, this is something that's going to set, like you've said, my whole family up for the rest of our lives. Like, this um, is killer. I get TRICARE until the day I die. You know, I get benefits. They're going to take care. Allegedly, they're going to take care of me. <laughs> you know, and, and there's not a damn thing wrong with that because not one person sitting in here is working a job out of the kindness of their heart. Fuck, no. you know it's Fuck. one of those things that hey we do this because we get something out of it and even though yours is a dude. entirely different situation than yeah. all of ours nobody's ever shot at me at work that's just not yet well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: all i'm saying dude is when you started your job where we're at now oh, yeah i started my job this it was a job it was a job and guess what it's now a career. it's a long term right? it's a long term thing
5: but even if you join like hey man i'm going in for 4 years and you're only going cuz you want the gi bill to Yeah. For fair yeah. oh yeah but while you're in 100%. serve your fucking time damn straight
2: yep. 100% damn straight.
5: you earn so. that gi bill yeah oh That's i don't it. i met a kid i didn't like him but he was one of the funniest people i've ever met this kid just knew how to crack a joke at the right time no matter what the situation. But what pissed me off is he goes, I joined the reserves and only the reserves. He goes, I'll never do active duty unless they make me. As a cook, because he wanted to be a career politician and have military service on his resume. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, my. Oh, what a, I was like, what a snake. And obviously you're meant to be a politician if yeah. that's a yeah. reason for joining yeah. and you're learning how to skate out of everything. But it was one of those kids where I was like, dude, you don't know, I don't ever if they tell me I'm deploying with you, something's happening.
2: Here. Oh yeah. I, I ran into a kid out of the Air Force Base one year. What was his name? He was driving <laughs> Is he in politics? He, he was I, I, I don't know. I should look him up. <laughs> this kid was driving around the litter litter patrol truck. And it's just a little white Ford Ranger that has litter patrol as the license plate. And that's all he did was drive around, pick up trash on the base. And he gets out of this truck and dude's gotta be six foot four. Big, huge black kid from Georgia, and I go, boy, it must have been a culture shock coming up here because he is stationed at Mountain Home Air Force Base, dude. (laughs) He is in the fucking desert, fifteen miles from town. Like it's a rough base. Like I, it's the kind of base that like guys go to to get out because they they don't want to go any place where it's you know hot and heavy. It's just a laid back like base in the desert. Mm -hmm. Well, I asked the kid, I was like. How long you been in? He's like two years. It's like are you all right? Did you, did you like it? He's like, this ain't for me, man. <laughs> he well, goes. Yeah. He goes. I came up here. He goes. I didn't see any more black people. <laughs> like he goes, it was just super, super weird. All of a sudden, I go, I go from living in in Georgia, where everybody I was around was a black person, and he goes, like, come up here. It's all white people in desert. There's no fucking trees. Like, what is this place? <laughs> and I was like, well, what are you gonna do? Home. He's like. When I'm done, I'm done. And I was like, all right, I I can respect that. Like, you rolled the dice, you did something out of your comfort zone, and you went, ugh. But he didn't complain about picking up
5: the trash.
1: No, he didn't. So he was
5: doing his job. Oh, yeah. Fair. Exactly. He's probably also the guy that's going to crush some skulls if somebody ever hit that base. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going to be like, fuck, yeah, finally. So God. I, ga-
5: I got to go on a complete like off the wall tangent. I don't know what your time cutoff is. I've been staring at this butt plug on the table since we started. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you that seeing a butt plug and surrounded by guys with stuff in my face feels like I'm on the casting couch. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I'm really curious why it's there. So well, because Funny actually you're,
3: you're supposed to sit on it before you get on the air I and think, we've let you slide i think Devin was here or maybe he was not
2: but we got to talking about like time Wanna for another it? branded merch so we put time for another on the end of the butt plug and i was like dude i have to, i have to buy that because i and... i bought all the hats i got the koozies i got everything else and i was like I'm buying a time for another brand I mean, butt plug. That's a heavy butt plug. It's a man, girthy dude. motherfucker, dude. That's a girthy that one, like, If bitch. you
5: stick that in her ass, she's going to sink into the
2: bed. Yeah. yeah. Butt like You got to weigh about. them down so they can't get away. Dude, you have that. Oh hey, just... Willingly. Willingly. <laughs> with consent. With consent. <laughs> but if you uh,
5: yell surprise, it's not rape. Exactly. It's a gift.
2: <laughs>
1: I would like to point <laughs> out. I got you, fucker. Present. I would like to point out. Big J over here also bought the dildo.
2: Yeah, I bought the dildo, bought the butt plug. about all the weird shit around here. The flags. See.
3: I'm <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> There's, there's kind of a there's kind of a trend here. If you notice, A butt plug, <laughs> yeah. a dildo. Yeah. I just bought yeah. the see, house, man. That's all he, it was. He tells you
5: he bought it. This is actually decommissioned from his personal <laughs> collection. <laughs>
2: I wear that every day. firm. <laughs> Smells like shit. It actually used
1: to light up, but the battery's
0: dying. <laughs> used it too much. Yeah, you know, that's oh, what man. they always say. It's like, how do how do I know you're gay? Does your dick tastes like shit? <laughs> <laughs> your boyfriend told me. What? <laughs> oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> because you were looking at me when you were blowing me, you weirdo. <laughs> Enthusiastic hand jobs. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't look at me with those eyes Nothing but good times Nothing You know good what times. happens Well, you got anything else you want to share? Any other fun stories? Anything you, that will make people ponder the existence we live?
5: Uh, well, I don't know, since you're on the topic of gay <laughs> 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 um, All right, guys, Let's get that, let's get you well, Obviously, you know, Dan was in I, It sounds like you've been around the military at least a little bit So do you guys know what man love Thursdays are?
3: Oh, no. This no, is, we
5: don't. But you're going to tell us, I I'm gonna, sure. I am going to tell you. This was one of my favorite ha-ha's <laughs> that I ever... <laughs> was that you? <laughs> that brings up another story. <laughs> <laughs> but Man Love Thursdays is when you're over in the Middle East. Apparently, Allah can't see you on Thursdays because he's sleeping. And that's when all the raping of the little boys happens. Oh. And so when people oh. make, so when we're over deployed,
6: emotional
5: <laughs> I'm loving these sound <laughs> effects. So when, so when you're deployed and you start making gay jokes, you go, oh, it's not Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wait till Thursday. <laughs> and so when Thursday rolls around, it just goes like from like zero to ten real quick, and it's all day long. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. On Thursday, Allah sleeps,
2: and that's when we fuck the boys. So,
3: <laughs> is, is is that the day Muhammad bends uh, Abdul over?
5: I mean, it's I mean, it's the day that they don't have to use the goats. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the goats which the goats is happy. a real thing, by the way. Cool. I saw that out there too. It, so. It's the goats' day off. I mean, <laughs> Just everybody, everybody a, goat a waving at you. Uh. On. <laughs> Wait, you saw someone fuck a goat? Hey, yeah, we were driving out, uh, like outside the wire, and we're driving by, and I'm not shitting. There's a goat in the field, and I was like, that is a little bit off and there's a dude standing right behind the goat. It so was... I can only put it together I mean, we weren't close enough it's not like I was like me to you like touching the guy and giving him a high five but... have you ever seen Super Troopers it <laughs> was would've. definitely
1: did you wobbly H the guy <laughs> you would have yeah. given him a high five though rifle right? tower oh,
3: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah you give him a high hoof is what you give Oof. him was he, was oh, he no. just like
5: out in the open yep. like like there's absolutely it's not like he was hiding on the side of a building this is open field desert no like he didn't even have like a shrub hiding behind this is just goat <laughs> in the field one goat one guy
3: so, boy, oh boy! So, <laughs> in his defense, maybe he
5: was a herder and the goat was lost, and he was trying to pat it back into place. But well, it, is that know. what causes
3: PTSD when people go over there? Is people, <laughs> people, want goats to get fucked. Nothing I mean, to do with the trauma. Guys coming in, going. My friends, oh yeah,
5: their legs were blown off. My friends died. My
2: entire platoon disappeared. I, <laughs> I lost an eye. Dude, but mood fucking that goes.
0: <laughs> dude, dude you're, you're you're in there, you're in the fucking hospital, in the area and the guys just laying and be like, "All right, bro, what, what what's going on?" be like, "I've seen I've seen same
5: things." So I'm shook. So I got to give this credit to Devin cuz he played that sound effect of the hot gay. Yeah. So I don't the first big full-size truck I ever bought it was, a, it was a 2012 oh Silverado, and I wanted to have fun, so I installed a PA system in it. <laughs> this thing is a black Well, I drove it up to go see Devin. Oh, my God. And he we hopped in, so and we decided to go, like, thing. hey, man, we're going to go, like, nostalgia. We're going to drive around town, have fun with this thing. And we Nothing drive, ying we ying drive ying up twins. to the top of the parking garage at the mall and Devin sees a couple of chicks out in the open and he goes, I like boobies. <laughs> and sure enough, you can't miss the truck. It's fucking wrapped in camo and it's a full-size Silverado. And they just stare at us. And I was like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Like, I got to drive by these girls and they might be 18. <laughs> like, well, for
0: starters, to be smart about it. Be like. I'm shocked you saw us wearing camo. Was I was I I was in high school at the time, right? I think so. Yeah. It yeah. was, was the legal for
4: a truck. Truck. so we were good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we yeah, we caused a lot of shit that day. That's we, cause, awesome. cause he had like the preset stuff that you yeah. could like push Oh yeah, they, like, you could record like what yourself you, what, and what you do. Yeah. And then you could also like talk to people. <laughs> and so we would like be at stoplights just screwing with people and we had so we had too much. Like fun you have
5: the clown thing. core horn and it's just like you know, but yeah. I'm in this full size truck and they just look over and
4: boy <laughs> <laughs> That was way too much fun. Nice. But hey, I'm glad you guys enjoyed the Water Sarge. Yeah, That's I'm glad to, you brought him on. Yeah. To send you water some surge?
5: emails. All right, I gotta look up for you guys just for fun, is if you wanna know, here's my my contribution is the the Minister of Foreign Fuckery. Look up Operation Paul Bunyan from the Korean War. It's one of my favorite operations that ever happened because we almost started World War III because we wanted to t- chop down a tree. Are you serious? <laughs> Dead serious, dude. Operation Paul Bunyan. Operation Paul so, Bunyan. Um,
4: so, yeah, the, the water serge comes to town once a year I, sometimes
5: I've been once a year because of dumb luck happening with my
2: schedule
4: so maybe once a year or the, every the last, other year the
5: last time was a complete accident where I had time off work and it was unplanned and I just said fuck it we're buying a ticket to come visit this time I had no idea if I was gonna be around at Christmas, and once we found out I was around at Christmas, my
4: wife is like, "Buy tickets, we're going." Because you weren't sure if you were gonna be deployed, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought because was... all that Gaza shit went down. Oh yeah. So, uh, so and I was timing. I was
5: told to be on standby. Like they were like, "Hey, you might walk out the door, you might not." And I was like, "Okay, thanks, guys." Uh, <laughs> so you know, and this is right as we moved to a new station, nice, and, my, and we're living in the ghetto apartment, looking to buy a house. And my Thank wife you, is America. like, "Hey, I just went back to work. We got two kids. We're living in the ghetto. We don't have a house. You might be deployed. I love the." military
2: <laughs> so uh, love you honey so Carry what i'll try knife. to do
4: is when he does come to town it might not be a, a wednesday or a saturday but yeah we can try to get him oh in. no you bring him on yeah we, we try to get him oh for sure any cause... you're
2: welcome anytime you want to come just oh, like cool. dev is so we still
5: well maybe <laughs> next yeah. time maybe next time i'll come without him you know? oh that's fine <laughs> yeah you can do <laughs> that
4: do. thank you. just let uh, us know she send could, us an uh, email and we'll we'll make yeah. space for it yeah well we'll uh whoop Water what? Sarge, <laughs> <laughs> so I might need to edit that one. He, right he was going to say "bend
3: over" is what he, bend you know. Over. Uh, <laughs> Water
4: Sarge will send emails. Yeah, he's he's already told me he that was he's he was telling to, uh, me.
5: To, yeah, to you were it. giving me the idea of uh, apparently I got to send periodic emails to keep you of you know apprised of what's keep, going on in the world. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Any, any fun shenanigans
2: you, you see or up. anything yeah. anything wild and crazy, anything to, that we
3: can read on the air, yeah. you know.
5: Well, I can't send it in the email if you can't read it on the air. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, and I now, forgot myself. Hey, no, you, you can't. You can't mention it. But fuck national security. I got Gmail. Yay.
2: <laughs> the codes are one, Wait, two, three, you four, to tell five. me. Also,
4: now that he's been on, you guys should read his original email. That's because really nice. that was a really good. That was a really good I,
5: Not what I meant. I was literally just gonna be like, "Hey guys, Devin said I could come on. Like, what's up?" And then I sat down to type, and I was like nah, this is a fucking job interview. (laughs) Yeah, but it
3: involves, uh, you know, the butt plug.
5: It's fitting, man. Like, you know, I've been fucked by the government more than anybody else. It should slide right in there. You're not wrong. It's not wrapped in sandpaper, so you guys are generous.
2: Oh, Not yet. So, well, hey, thank you for, so much for coming on, everybody. We appreciate y'all being here. Appreciate y'all listening. Send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. Ooh. Look what's up on our website, timeforanother.com. Go ahead and like us, rate us, review us. Give us some love. Appreciate the water sarge coming on. Appreciate Deb being here. Y'all have a great night, and thanks for being here.
0: Cowabunga, motherfucker. See ya.
2: And nothing, Devin? You just going to sit there? Love you guys. There you go. <laughs> Fag! <Cowabunga. laughs> Big old sack of douches.